Well, hello and welcome to the Informed Traveler podcast, a travel podcast where our goal is to help you become a more informed traveler. And I'm your host, Randy Sharman. As they say in the show, Game of Thrones, winter is coming. And all the recent snowfall in the mountains has put skiing on a lot of people's minds. So in a little bit, we're going to chat with Matt Mosteller, otherwise known as Powder Matt, about the upcoming ski season. But to begin, we're going to talk about another winter activity, and that is storm watching. And head to the storm watching capital of the world, at least that's what I call it, Tofino, B.C., and the Pacific Sands Beach Resort, where they are getting set for the start of the storm-watching season. It's something I've yet to experience, so to tell us more about it, we're joined now by Sabrina Donovan. She is the operations manager with the Pacific Sands Beach Resort. The website is pacificsands.com. Hi, Sabrina. Hi, Randy. I'm looking on your website, pacificsands.com. It says uh, it's showtime. <laughs> so what's the weather like in Tofino today? Well, today it's uh, beautiful and sunny, um, but we are, yeah, ramping up uh, for our storm season ahead. Uh, we don't particularly get a winter season here on the West Coast, so we refer to it as the storm season, um, which has been quite popular over the, the years for mm-hmm. storm-watching spectators. Yeah, well, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but first give me some background on the Pacific Sands itself, how long it's uh, been open, how many rooms you have, and more importantly, where it's located. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, we are situated on uh, 41 acres of land uh, with more than 1,000 feet of uh, beachfront property on Cox Bay Beach here in Tofino, right on the west coast of Canada. Um, the resort has 121 fully equipped suites, all uh, with either ocean or beachfront views, and they're in a variety of different styles. So they range from studio suites, uh, one-bedroom or two-bedroom suites, and then we have larger, more luxury uh, two- and three-bedroom beach houses and then we also offer signature hot tub suites so there's uh, a number of different options for families um, couples groups of all sizes and uh, we're located about seven kilometers right from the town of Tofino where visitors can find a um, number of restaurants shops uh, venture tour operators and then we also border right on the Pacific Rim National Park mm, okay. uh, so visitors have access to several different hiking trails through the rainforest um, and pretty spectacular beaches. Yeah, I bet. So obviously it's an exciting time waiting on storms and it sounds like every room you have faces the ocean. So no matter what room you're in, you can watch a storm, right? That's correct. Uh, so what's the what's the, <laughs> what's the fascination behind storm watching? I get it. It's kind of cool to watch, but it seems like you said it's getting more and more popular, right? Yeah, absolutely. So it's, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's just something very magical and spectacular about it. It's um, it's wild. It's um, rugged. You get to watch these incredible waves uh, roll in. Cox Bay Beach, where we're located, um, is home to some pretty phenomenal swell and surf that comes in. So, uh, in those winter months, you can see you know waves up to 20 feet um, paired with a king tide and. Some sideways rain and high winds it's, it's <laughs> quite the phenomenon but to be able to witness it all from the comfort of your suite with a, a nice fireplace it's uh, even better mm-hmm. well yeah exactly <laughs> that's one way to watch it is in the comfort of one of your uh, rooms or suites uh, another way is actually go out into it right do uh, how many people uh, get excited about doing that well there's um some great locations on our property that you can uh go and spectate um 
we have a, a boardwalk that heads out to a headland that's, you know, there's some safe viewing points to go and watch the waves roll in. It's also a great spot to watch the sunset or uh, watch the surfers, which um, we have some pretty world-class surfing right here on our, our doorstep as well. So for those that are feeling a little more adventurous, um, absolutely, there's plenty of opportunity for that. And we do offer rain suckers for everyone <laughs> in the room so they, they, they can venture out uh, and be somewhat dry while doing it. <laughs> well, and that was going to be my other question. I don't have to bring anything, right? Everything is supplied if I do want to go out and adventure in the in the storms? Uh, somewhat, yeah. Rubber boots are always recommended. Uh, good hiking shoes as well. But uh, yeah, the rain jackets are supplied and there's some great shops in town as well for um, outfitting you with uh, some outdoor gear if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous. So what do the locals, uh, do they get excited about storm season or is it just another, you know, sometimes when you, you just get complacent, oh yeah, it's just another storm. <laughs> what is the feeling around Tofino at this time of year? Um, well, it's a, a bit of a shift from, you know, our busy season. So and most uh, residents and locals really welcome it because it, it means that uh, town is a little bit more quieter, uh, the beaches are a bit more quieter, the surf is a little bit more quiet and uh yeah, it's it's just um, kind of traditional Tofino feel as the the winter and and those storms and as mentioned, it can bring in some really great surf. So all the local surfers really look forward to that, um, and and everyone loves a good storm. You know, it's usually <laughs> the talk of the town the next day when the the power goes out and um, you know if anyone got out to Petner Point to see those great waves crashing on the rocks the day mm-hmm. before. So, so do you offer any kind of like formal tours or anything like that to take to to get the best or the most out of uh, storm watching? No formal tours. Um, we do offer at the resort a storm package. So from mid October until the end of April. Uh, which, you know, storms can even happen a little bit earlier and a little bit later than that, but that's mm-hmm. for the prime season. Uh, we offer a package, uh, which is discounts for extended stays. So we really encourage people to come, you know, for a minimum of three nights to get a real feel for mm-hmm. it. Um, anywhere up to, you know, a week would be fantastic. And uh, it includes, you know, wine, um, popcorn, hot chocolate, all those things to nice. keep you cozy while you're in a room. But yeah. no um, actual tours. It's just a, you know, a personal spectator sport. And we there's lots of ocean safety um, uh, materials offered in the rooms on the, the digital uh, guest directory mm-hmm. and through Parks Canada and that sort of thing to, you know, make sure people are being safe while they're out there watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about some of the amenities that the Pacific Sands offers. You mentioned, uh, obviously, the, uh, the accommodations all facing the uh, ocean, which is great, but so what are some of the other things that uh, your guests take advantage of? Yeah, absolutely. So we have uh, a number of different uh, amenities on the property. Uh, during the summertime, we're very family-friendly. We offer a um, complimentary uh, kids uh, camp, which is uh, daily, and it's run in partnership with the Rain Coast Education Society in uh, Tofino. And so it's like a young naturalist program. So the children are learning about um, you know, local marine life. One day they're out tidal pool exploring. Uh, the next day they're doing animal tracking. Uh, we also offer uh, evening s'mores roasts, uh, movie nights, complimentary yoga, um, in the uh, peak season as well, we do beach bike rentals uh, and 
We have an on-site surfside grill, which does sort of local um, beach fair food, a little takeout uh, eatery with a lovely little courtyard overlooking the ocean, which is licensed. And then we also have the uh, Surf Sister Surf Shack on-site, which offers lessons and rentals. Um, and uh, they're open seasonally as well. They do shut down for uh, a short period of time through the winter mm-hmm. um, when it's a, it's a little too stormy out there for surfing. But, uh, yeah, and then we have a number of different sort of common areas for guests to enjoy around the resort, some gas fire pits, uh, hammock row along the beach, um, lots of beach toys and activities for the kids. So Nice. Um, Now, getting there, I'm assuming a lot of people fly into uh, Victoria and rent a car up there. Is that how most people do it? The majority, yeah. They would either fly into Vancouver and take the ferry over um, and drive across or fly into Victoria. There's also some great access through the Comox Valley Airport and now the Nanaimo Airport as well. Uh, Now, any other events you have? Uh, Obviously, the holiday season is coming up. What's Christmas like in uh, Tofino? Christmas is really lovely. It's um, Again, it can be a little bit quieter than uh, the rest of the year. New Year's is quite busy for us. We actually put on a really spectacular uh, fireworks show right on Cox uh, Bay Beach uh, with all the uh, neighbouring resorts. Oh, cool. um, so that's quite a uh, popular one. We also have the Tofino Winter Lights coming up here at the end of uh, November, which is at the Tofino Botanical Garden. So there's, the gardens are all lit up um, quite beautifully for the holiday season. So you can go in and do tours through the gardens. Um, we also have a really popular event amongst locals called Jingle into Christmas, uh, which happens on the, the first Friday of uh, December, where all the local businesses um, do, you know, sort of an evening uh, event kind of um, throughout the, the village of Tofino where people can go and find sales and get uh, start on their Christmas shopping while mm-hmm. enjoying some Christmas cheer. Um, and then generally there's some different Christmas markets. Uh, we have some pretty phenomenal artisans in Tofino, uh, ranging anywhere from handcrafted leather bags to jewelry. Uh, we also have the Tofino distillery now and Tofino brewery. So there's lots of great spots to go shopping for yeah. uh, your, your Christmas gifts. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you'd want to spend a week there no matter what time of year it is. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> there's lots to see and do. There's no shortage. Well, it sounds like a great place. Uh, it's the storm watching season is like weeks away, about to begin, mm-hmm. right? And uh, so you can find more information on the Pacific Sands website about the Pacific Sands Beach Resort. Their website is pacificsands.com. And Sabrina Donovan is the operations manager at the Pacific Sands Beach Resort. Uh, thank you for your time, Sabrina. I appreciate it. Thank you, Randy. Well, there's been lots of snow falling recently in the mountains, which is good news for all the ski lovers and ski operators as they get set for another ski season. And whenever it comes to skiing, we always like to tap into the knowledge of Matt Mosteller. He's otherwise known as Powder Matt. His website is powdermat.com. You can also follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Powder Matt. And he joins us now. Hi, Matt. Hey, Randy. Uh, yeah, I'm deep in the snow in the mountains already. We've had two incredible storms. Can you believe it? <laughs> yes, I can. <laughs> I, I always joke, it's like, keep the snow in the mountains uh, and make it uh, go away in the cities so, it's tra- <laughs> so it doesn't affect traffic. But yeah, I, I was, that was going to be my first question. Tell me what the snow conditions are like now and the potential opening dates. Well, you know what? It's an exciting year. I mean, holy smokes, to have a 
a big storm in September and then one that welcomes in October. I mean, the, the, these were good snowstorms. They dropped a lot of snow in the mountains and cooler temps. You know, the snow's not going away. Like you said, it's staying in the mountains and uh, it bodes well for a great opening uh, kickoff to the ski season this year. Uh, stay tuned. One one area in particular that usually opens, if not the first in Canada, it's one of the earliest, and that's Nikiska. Mm-hmm. And that uh, ski, uh, just skinikiska.com because uh, check that snow report. They'll have some announcements coming here in a little while. So does it kind of work if one starts to open and then they all kind of fall into place uh, based on, obviously, weather conditions? But uh, is that sort of how it works? Well, typically, uh, the uh, edge of the uh, the front range in the Alberta Rockies, uh, Alberta Canadian Rockies and the Alberta border, uh, are usually a higher, cool, cooler uh, start to, to winter. And uh, because of that, in the uh, large snowmaking systems like the one in Akiska, which is one of the largest uh, snowmaking systems in Canada, can kick into gear. Uh, and it usually kicks into gear October 15th, but we've already started snowmaking uh, in September, which is really unusual. Um, and that and that is just not the top of the mountain snowmaking, but that was top to bottom snowmaking, which is extra, extra unusual. Uh, so that usually uh, starts that. And then we go into uh, early race training because it is the official site for Alpine Canada. Mm-hmm. So they set up runs to, to get prepared for their race season, which uh, helps assist getting those runs ready for all the skiers and snowboarders to enjoy once we open to the public. Nice. Well, your website, uh, powdermat.com, has all kinds of info on there, uh, talking about backcountry skiing and those types of things. But one of the blogs on there that caught my eye was ski vacation tips. I think now is is now the time to sort of kind of plan for one? Well, yeah, Randy, good good uh, question. I mean, it, it's uh, you don't want to miss out on early season specials. Typically, a package with your ski resort, uh, as an example, say, skifernie.com, if you're thinking about Fernie, You'll get a lodging, lift, and other activities, and typically the discount is highest early in the year. And uh, that's because they want to get as much pre-booking as, as possible for the, for the winter. And, and so you're gonna, this is the time to definitely book if you're planning on a ski vacation, especially for the holidays. You know, noting the uh, one key one, Christmas, but also Alberta Family Week or, or other uh, key times that uh, schools are out, are, you definitely want to book in advance. And what I'd look for now, too, is that not only will you get the, the, the uh, packages that are special on the, uh, the lift and lodging, but it's also the time to pick a certain type of lodging that you might want to stay in uh, mm. for your friends or for your family, because those, those type of spaces that may, you may specific want might be uh, booked early. And it's not, uh, I mean, there's lots to choose from, but the, I would imagine the, the, the prime sort of lodging uh, accommodations go quickly, don't they? Yeah, you know, and one of the biggest tips I think that a lot of people uh, um, that do go skiing and snowboarding know about and others that are just uh, new to the sport or maybe only ski uh, and, and ride a few days a year mm-hmm. uh, should know about is to pick ski-in, ski-out lodging. Uh, and you can find that at Kicking Horse, Kimberly, and Fernie as, as examples. Uh, and that's the type of lodging where you actually drive your car or, or you know, if you rent a car or, or however you get there, but you get dropped off the place you're staying and then you don't have to get back in a car and uh, because you're skiing out to the lift or skiing down back to the place where you're staying. Super convenient, makes it easy. A real benefit is for those who don't want to ski all day can return to read a book or go in the hot tub or enjoy other things while others can still stay out. You don't have to wait for load up the car and mm. go back driving in town or, or that stuff. Good point, because that's my kind of skiing. I think I'll go back now. <laughs> well, I'm done. And you know what? There's so many. Uh, you're right, Randy. There's so many other activities to take part in. So, I mean, yeah, ski a little bit, uh, then go. Why not go fat biking? Go cross country skiing? Go snowshoeing? Or 
what we all need to do in our day is add some calm to our day, just kick our feet up and, and read a book by the fire. Now you're talking. Uh, I know your forte is the uh, Powder Highway. Uh, uh, what about the, the West Coast now, some of the ski areas out there? Well, you know what? There's a great, uh, boy, there's always great choices for skiing and riding. That's what we're fortunate for in this country of Canada. And certainly Alberta and British Columbia having so many great places to ski and ride. You know, I, I like going to Whistler, and it is on the Epic Pass, uh, which is important, uh, you know, that you can get that pass and ski a, a, a myriad of the, of the best resorts in the world. And certainly the Epic Pass is also good on the Powder Highway at Kicking Horse, uh, Fernie, and Kimberley, too. So if you have that pass, then why not take advantage of, of skiing Canada's biggest uh, ski resort that has uh, lots of things to do for, for all ages and obviously that really amazing village that offers so many other um, foodie and shopping activities mm-hmm. too. Uh, well, and you make a, a point now too about passes, season passes. At what point does uh, become economical to buy a season pass uh, versus if I'm only going once or twice? Well, you know, there's a lot of different formulas for that. I always say, you know, uh, t- t- the pass programs uh, like the Epic Pass and, and like our own uh, pass, uh, th- th- those are, have gotten, uh, they provide great value. Mm. Some of them as low as just uh, skiing eight to 10 days make great sense. So, you know, and especially the Epic Pass, uh, as an example, you uh, get the benefit of, of, of multiple free days at many resorts. Um, so, you have a, a whole variety of places to choose. So you can essentially plan all of your ski vacations around one pass, and that's pretty cool, plus saving money, plus you're skiing at your, at your local resorts regularly. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of, lots of options. I, I do think that the, the pass programs have gotten a, become a better deal and, and uh, should be for sure considered by people, even people that are vacationing along the Powder Highway should look at that. Uh, and then what I'd also look at from the standpoint of, of other key travel tips to think about today uh, there is like new service, air service into uh, Canadian Rockies International. I think going to airports that are really close to skiing makes it convenient for those that have less time, especially if you're coming from an urban area. Mm-hmm. So you can land at the Cranbrook Airport with uh, WestJet's new service. And uh, th- that, that makes it simple. Within 15 minutes, you could be at Kimberley, as an example. Nice. Uh, let's talk a little bit about equipment. Again, I guess it's the same kind of question. At what point do you stop renting and start buying well, you know what? That's a that's another great question because you can uh, save uh, money, and also what I would say, and and what I mean by saving money is uh, also on the travel aspect. So, w- one thing to note is almost all destination uh, skiers uh, now have really incredible uh, rental gear. So they have the latest and greatest in, in the rental gear. Like a, as an example, our our uh, rental fleet is a, is brand new. There's a brand new option every year. So if you're traveling, that don't you don't want to hassle with carrying your skis around. Mm. I'd recommend leaving the skis at home uh, for sure and renting uh, high-end performance demos or whatever type of ability ski you want for whatever kind of a condition you want. Just bringing your boots. Boots are the key element for comfort, fit, and and your own performance. And if your boots aren't feeling good, then you're not enjoying anything. So it's uh, definitely take the time to make sure your boots fit w- really well. There's really incredible new liners out there. There's lots of different options to, to get those things uh, performance fit at your local ski shop. And then don't you don't have to bother with carrying skis around. So that's one. As far as the buying and renting, uh, uh, well, you check. There's lots of options there. Even ski swaps. This is ski swap season. There are ski swaps almost in every uh, community, a major community across Canada, throughout the regions of, of B.C. and Alberta, and almost all the small towns have them as well. And that's a great way to get almost new gear because some people sell mm. their stuff with, with, with a very little usage on them. And 
and that's a, a super way to save money. Uh, also, skis last longer now, and, and they're easier to turn. They're easier to ski on. There's all kinds of a myriad of goodness uh, that's provided by the latest gear that's out today. So if you're buying a pair, they may last you quite a bit longer. Certainly the kids, there's programs like Wings that are low-cost ways to buy kit, a ski gear, which you turn back in at the end of the season, because um, if the kids are growing, mm. that's, it saves money for, for the family. A myriad of goodness. I like that phrase. <laughs> uh, lots of great advice in there. You can find uh, more advice on the upcoming ski season with uh, Powder Matt's uh, website, powdermat.com. His real name is Matt Mosteller. Again, his website, powdermat.com. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram, at powdermat. Uh, you are the ski expert in my book, sir, so thank you very much. Oh, Randy, thank you, and thanks for uh, spending time today and taking time. I'm, I'm almost uh, done with my coffee, but I think I'll have another and head <laughs> back out uh, for a walk in the woods with my dog right now. Perfect. Thanks, Matt. Okay, take care, Randy. And that is this week's Informed Traveler podcast. I want to thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, take a minute, rate the show, leave us a review, and tell a friend about the podcast. And if you want to drop me a line, my email address is randy at theinformedtraveler.ca. You can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash informedtraveler, or you can follow me on Twitter at informedtraveler. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone, and for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.